What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the host of HBC Pulse Radio in the building for another special edition of the show on today. And this is really a breaking news show. This is something that was not initially scheduled, but we were waiting for the other shoe to drop when it came to Deshaun Watson, and it has. So we're going to talk about it, and we have a lot of facts that we're going to bring up, and also a few opinions on the situation. So, Ariel, how you doing? I am doing well this whole offseason with the NFL, especially with the Miami Dolphins breaking out a couple of days ago. It's just, it's, it's been rough. Um, it's been a lot. <laughs> it has. And I think that the NFL offseason has been more dramatic than I think it's ever been. Like typically uh, the NBA normally takes that and it's trying. It's definitely trying with the NBA, but <laughs> even the NFL offseason is, is dramatic. Uh, but of course, I want to give this a preference with this story. This is a serious story, and we're going to cover it with the severity uh, that it deserves. Um, we have our opinions. We we respect the court, but we, we do have our opinions. So we're going to give the facts, and then we're going to um, lead off into our opinion. And we're talking about, of course, Deshaun Watson um, and the accusation that he's facing from different masseuses uh, that he's interacted with. And he now is a member of the Cleveland Browns. So Aria, I want you to break down the story for us and let us know the facts. Yes. So back in February, kind of starting in the beginning, middle of January, Deshaun Watson was accused of sexual misconduct, sexual assault during his therapy sessions. It first started at 20 lawsuits boosted up to 24. As of a couple days ago, he was suspended for six games. That is the max and what the presiding judge, Sue L. Robinson, decided should happen. Now, the NFL in the beginning, they were making a whole bunch of hoopla saying, we want him suspended for the whole season. We don't want him to have so much pay. We don't want him to have a Fed. Maybe we don't want him there at all. But if you were to look back, about a couple months ago, actually in the beginning, um, after we had drafts and during those trading seasons and during OTAs, he was not indicted by two courts off of the lawsuits that were happening to him. And then two weeks before the judge had came out with her decision, one of the cases had been withdrawn because of a speaking party, not going to say all the details because they're a little wary, had said that her claims were false. So that's how we kind of got down to only five cases being used, actually four cases being used, just because one of them was claimed false testimony. That is really what's going on with Deshaun Watson. He was traded in March, guaranteeing him a $200 million contract, which I believe is absolutely crazy. And now we're at the point where he's only missing half the season. He'll be back in game seven. And who they're starting is Jake Jacoby Brissett. He's a veteran in the NFL. He knows what he's doing. He's tied on his throws. Not as he's not like Deshaun Watson, and they would have had better starting percentages and maybe a higher record starting him. But of course, due to his circumstance, Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback they decided to name. I know for me, so I will say this from jump really before we even explore the punishment and where things are going and where it happens, what happens after this. I didn't understand Deshaun Watson's trade value. I honestly didn't. Um, of course, you now I'm an NBA guy. So we have Miles Bridges, who had an amazing season last year. He's currently a, I believe, a restricted free agent. If he's not, I'm wrong, but 
he's restrict. He was a restricted free agent, and he was looking to get um, a big payday from the Hornets or another team that would offer him the money. He was accused of assaulting his, I believe, either girlfriend or baby mother, and also putting his hands on the kids as well. And he ran away, fleed the scene. Uh, I think he eventually, either the police got him or turned himself in. And there are no teams that are touching him. Michael Jordan rescinded his offer. The, the offer that they they were gonna that they um, put on the table was rescinded. Other teams, I think Detroit was in consideration to get him. Other teams, they rescinded that offer because if you have that on you, we don't want you because that's not what we're promoting as an organization, as an and a league. That's not what we're promoting. But with the NFL. You have Deshaun Watson that is accused of what they're saying is nonviolent sexual assault, which is like like an oxymoron. Like that's so weird. That's a non sequitur to me. But he's accused of nonviolent sexual assault, 24 cases. And the Falcons wanted him, the Saints wanted him, the Panthers wanted him. And he went to the Browns for, I think, the largest contract in league history. I just simply don't understand that. And I know in you know, the past during the season, you know, we would talk about the Falcons and, you know, we, we joke around about Matt Ryan, all, all this different stuff, but that got Matt Ryan out the door. And no matter if, if you didn't want Matt Ryan to go or not, like Matt Ryan's your starting quarterback and you're going for someone that has up to 24 cases of sexual misconduct. You want that on your team? And then, and for the Falcons specifically, and, and, and I know that all these situations are different, but the Michael Vick situation is pretty recent history. So you bring so you want to bring in Deshaun Watson, who is is essentially assaulting women. It just it doesn't make sense to me. And that 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 morality piece of it is really what confuses me as someone that is trying to get into the sport more. Because in the NBA, it's, it's some bad people in the NBA. I'm not not gonna say it's not. It's some it's some bad owners. It's some bad situations. But Donald Sterling got him out of there. LeBron said he was prepared to boycott. When it was different situations that that went on, like that, like the NBA players were riding, and Adam Silver and the league supported them. For someone that is accused of sexual assault, violent or nonviolent, is sexual assault. I just don't get it. Like I, I think that you know Deshaun Watson committed the sin and the ill. But at the same time, I'm looking at the NFL like, what are y'all on? Like, y'all not y'all aren't even gonna wait until the proceedings are over because clearly there's legs to this story. So for me, that's what I'm looking at is that I just think it's questionable content and questionable things that are going on all around. Well, here's where I am in it. Let's let's keep it professional to the law. It's alleged. It's still alleged. He wasn't indicted on both cases. They settled every case they settled 23 out of 24 there's still one case that is out there that they have not come to terms with the texans have wiped their hands from it they wiped their hands from it three weeks ago settling with 30 women that they had nothing to do with it they didn't know what he was doing we all know and if you don't know the nfl has a little bit more leeway or they're a little bit more allowing or apologetic when it comes to for some reason sexual assault and misconduct when it comes to their NFL players. Speaking on when you have Michael Vick, speaking on if they're the outside car auto accident killings that happen mostly within Las Vegas, when it comes to stuff like that, the NFL puts a halt. When it comes to Colin Kaepernick and we're trying to speak up on our rights and protests, 
the NFL will halt everything. They'll set up new laws, new restrictions, new rules, new playbook stuff. And they'll be like, we're not having it. But when it comes to sexual assault, you got Ben Roslerberger, you got Ray Rice, and now you have Deshaun Watson. The only thing that makes Deshaun Watson's case a little bit different is that he wasn't indicted on two counts. Now, I'm not saying whatever he did, I'm not excusing whatever he did. Sexual misconduct, sexual assault, whether you had these sessions with these women, whether it was voluntary, involuntary, sexual misconduct, sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual assault. Nobody should be doing it. Nobody deserves for that to happen. I think that's the only thing that they had a challenge for. Yes, the NFL has to take a stand and say, we're not doing this, especially with the Me Too movement that they're so strong about, especially that 2002-2010 era when a lot of sexual misconduct was happening. But also you have to think about the other protests that you have in combination too, and I feel like the NFL just took on too much. Now, he was kind of lucky at taking it out of their hands and that the NFL didn't have the final say. Having another outside judge like Sue L. Robertson, and then I think they thought, you know, hey, since it's a woman judge, it's going to be as fair as possible. They thought that they could cover it up and be like, okay, this is cool. You have a lot of stick of situations going on. Regardless of this outcome, the NFL has set itself backwards in the Me Too movement, backwards when it comes to sexual assault, and backwards when it comes to if my players really matter. If you can trade me for somebody that has all these cases to them and still not win, I what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. And they're not gonna it's, win. That, that, that's the thing, that's the thing too. Like I, I just feel as if like the Cleveland Browns, because Deshaun Watson, and I wanna say this too, because this is something that, you know, even though I'm not a lawyer, I've actually for some reason gotten more into like politics and legal stuff. I'm yeah. not I'm not going to law school. I just want you to know that I'm not going to law school. <laughs> but you know, I just I've become more interested in 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 legalities and, and just different things when it comes to our legal system. And when you settle, sometimes when you settle, and this is not all the time, when you settle, it's not because you're guilty. You settle because you don't want to go to court and you don't want to spend that money on the proceedings. And then that's a long process in which you have to fight to say, hey, I was not guilty or, hey, this person was guilty. And oftentimes the settlement is because, listen, we won't even want to deal with this. We won't even want to go through this. You know what I'm saying? So settlement is not an admission of guilt. It's just, hey, sort of like a strategy of, listen, let's just settle this right now so this can go away. So you're right when it comes to legally, like what it is and what the judge ruled. I think with Deshaun, when these six games were up, if he does get six games, because the NFL can add on games and there is public pressure for them to move, I think that he needs to be on his best behavior. The whole entire thing, he can only get club masseuse was really weird. I'm like, he can't get no massages. Like, no. Like, like, like you just you just gonna be hurt. Like, bro, you're not gonna get no massages. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? I mean, if I like if, if if I was a club masseuse, I'm not massaging that man. I'm making, I'm just taking a stand. Like, I'm leading a revolt. <laughs> I'm walking out, like, no, like what? You know what I'm saying? Like alleged or not, like like if the case or not, like settled or not, like nah. Because it's like, what's really going on? He has to be on his best behavior because he's gotten with a lot of players. Michael Vick, for example, who's the, who's the predecessor to his game because Deshaun Watson is a scrambling quarterback. Michael Vick was the scrambling quarterback that changed, you know, the way the game is played where now quarterbacks are more mobile, even pocket passers. So Michael Vick didn't get a second chance. Michael Vick, he, and you can say theoretically he got, he got a second chance, but not at the level that he was on with the Falcons. 
When that happened, Michael Vick, he was declining a little bit. He was still the man. He went to jail. A lot of teams wouldn't sign him. He went to the Jets. It didn't work. He went to the Eagles. Yeah, he had to sign Jackson. That didn't work. And Michael Vick is playing right now one of the leagues. I forgot which league it was. He's playing right now looking good. And he's like in his 40s. So you have Michael Vick that didn't really truly get the chance to get a, a big name contract and then be considered a star on a contender in that way. But Deshaun Watson's getting that shot. So I think no matter what happens, he needs to be on, on his best behavior. I think Cleveland gambled like this just to lose. You gamble for this just to lose. Like, like, like you like you are you are not Joe Burrow and, and, and the crew. You, you're not the Bengals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you have a lot more work to do, and you traded that foundational piece. So I I don't I think they're doing this for no reason. They think that there's a window, but the window is closed. And what this leaves you open to is what if there's more women that come forward? What if there's more information that comes out? And also, and I know that the Cleveland fans, they're embracing him and whatnot, but what if more information comes forward? I just think this whole entire situation from every side, from Deshaun's side to even the, the Texans, the Falcons, the Saints, and especially the Browns, it is just so weird to me. And I, I think that this is going to be a dark cloud that's hanging over the NFL. Because another thing, too, is we're talking about safety, too. We're talking about concussions. We're talking about CTE. So that's another thing hanging over the NFL. The NFL, they're having these games in London. They're having these games all around the world. They want to be a global sport. They, they beat out basketball and baseball and every other sport in America. But globally, soccer, which they really call football across the world, and basketball is super popular overseas. The foot, like football wants that same footprint. They want to get broadcast deals and broadcast the games overseas. This ain't going to help you. This isn't going to help you get more deals. This is going to help you b become more, more of, of, a, of a commodity in other markets. This isn't going to help. And I don't know what's going to happen. Like sometimes we think the NFL is Teflon. We think that power structures can't be changed. As, as a new wrestling fan, this man retired and he got a lot on his name. So Roger Goodell, I'm just saying, it's been a lot of situations. It's been a lot of situations. Colin Kaepernick still is not in the league. You can say, well, these are two black men. Ka but that's, that's by choice. That's by his choice. I don't necessarily think that, you know, it's not saying anything against the teams and whatever initiatives that they have to play. But Colin Kaepernick is by choice. They're just not agreeing to some of the things that he wants to do, and he's not going to do what the NFL wants him to do because most teams are not having those rules where it's like, yes, you have to stand or yes, you have to do this. There's been a lot of leeway pulling from that, but I'm not saying that the NFL hasn't, like, they haven't done anything about his decision, but that's that's between him and, you know, the NFL. Roger Goodell at this point is at a crossroads. I don't think this is defaming his career nor do i think it's a big pull on if he will retire or not or if he will step down i do believe though that this is more of a con situation than a pro on both sides both for the nfl and both for cleveland because like i said you have too many movements at one going on that you have to make sure that you please one or the other then you're bringing up other old cases that you still didn't do right and you probably you actually didn't do this one right at all and then with cleveland yes okay he had he had a good record i'm not gonna lie 
He had a good standing when he left the Texans in 2020. This man was 70% for completions, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That is great coming out. And he's still in his fourth, fifth, sixth year. He still has time to grow. He still have time to reach his prime. He was only out the NFL for a year and a half. This man hasn't lost anything. Continue his practice. However, you're still allowing these massages going on in the organization, knowing what he has done. You're not taking a stance in it. Your three days are almost up. Nothing has been appealed. Once that case is closed, it's closed. Double jeopardy is a real thing. I can't come back with new information. I'd be like, well, this happened. They can't charge him again. So whatever the NFL needs to do and to take a stand on, that's what needs to happen. The whole thing is messy. The only people that got out of this clean was the Texans. I The selling with those 30 wins was probably the smartest thing that they could have ever done and wiped their hands of it. Cleveland has to deal with the offensive side. You don't have a top wide receiver. You never had a great defense. Now you have to deal with a quarterback that's not playing, and you're dealing with a backup quarterback that's maybe a little rusty. Just because he's a veteran doesn't mean he's one of the best veterans. We saw that with Seattle. There was nothing going on there when Russell Wilson was off the field. So it's uh, it's hard, and especially being a woman, I don't like the case. And I don't like where we're going now, especially with the recent decisions that have been made in Congress and the laws that have changed. It's it's hard. It's so hard being a woman, and it's so hard wanting to be that be in that stature and be in the playing field of the NFL if the NFL can't take care of themselves. It's yeah, I, it's, it's a crazy, uh, and, and it's a problem. And I just think that in general. The NFL at some point has to look at what's going on in their league and really think about where they're going in the future, especially as they try to expand overseas, as they reach a crossroads as far as like the transition from linear television to streaming, because we know that that those deals are, are coming up. And the thing about it with, with the NFL is that the NFL is going to remain in power because they're the money generator. Streaming has really affected linear television. And it's affected the way that a lot of these media companies and a lot of these channels do business. So the only thing, the reason why we have not just totally gone to streaming is because of the NFL. A lot of people get cable packages because of the NFL. And and you look at the ratings for the Super Bowl, for the Chiefs and Bills game, like for all these different things, like the ratings went up this year. So Mm -hmm. money is, is a big determinant of the NFL and of how these companies react. But if this in this generation, a public scrutiny against the NFL and also their actions, that might be the death nail. Like that might be the empire falling because every empire is falling. So this might be the fall of the empire if they don't write the ship. I don't think that the NFL is going to go away or they're going to lose their popularity. But I think amongst female fans like you that are in, that are investing in these games and that population is growing. And then as women, you don't have the buying power. As a group, so and then also the the social media the, the social media clout to to talk about these different things because guys we were on there but and advertising comes on I mute the TV and I used to work in advertising you know what I'm saying you might watch like you know what I might get that so it's like you want to reach kids kids you want to reach kids you got game you got like man listen I better not see Deshaun Watson on Nickelodeon that's all I know I better not see him on Freeform that's all I, I know <laughs> that's all I know. The Browns better not get on there. <laughs> I don't think that will, I don't think that's a good look. I don't think they will ever do that as 
the cases that are coming, especially you have the commander's case and their misconduct that's going on with their women in their yeah that that too, and then the racism with Dan Snyder. So it's all that going. Then they had to change the name. Like 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 imagine a game. Like for in the playoffs, let's say let's say the Commanders get good and, and then Deshaun Watson comes back and they win. Imagine the wild card with the Browns and and, and the Commanders. Hey, hey, hey mama, I, th- I thought that I thought their name was was the was the Redskins. We'll see. Well, here's what happened. Hey, who's that quarterback on the Browns? Well, is this is that's gonna be some interesting conversations to have with your family. I'm just saying. If, trust me, if the game isn't interesting, the backstory sure will be, and yep. they will definitely be there. It's the it's too much going on. I also thought this proceeding, even though it took a month for them to get here, and the case has been building up since early January, mostly in February, it only took a month for you to come up with the six-game suspension. But when it came to Florida and they're tampering, you have these million-dollar fines. You're canceling coaches. You're taking away picks. You're suspending people. But Deshaun Watson comes in. Oh, he wasn't indicted. Oh, it's still alleged. Oh, we're going to take a case away. Six games. That's it. And they're not even six vital games. There are about two or three opponents where it's like, mm, Deshaun Watson would have been good just because of his completion rating because this man can't make plays out of no way. But He's not missing anything. You got the second half of the season, which is the season that actually matters, especially with the change rules and overtime now in playoff games. If this man comes back and he is one of the contenders in the Super Bowl, the NFL is going to regret and have so much confrontation coming on. I don't know what they're going to do. And right now they're not handling the situation by not saying anything either. The only organization that has said anything is the players' organization for the NFL. They side with the statements. They're staying out of it. And they actually suggested to Roger Goodell and his team not to appeal. Just let it be what it's going to be. Because I think secretly they know there's nothing more that they could do. And they want Sue Robinson to just be the final say. If there's backlash, there's backlash. But the case didn't go their way. The case didn't do anything for them besides put them in an awkward position as to where they need to suspend more games or they have to boost their security around women. They basically they basically haven't done anything. This is going to be a season for the books. It will. Again. Yeah, it, it, it will. And, you know, we'll see um, what becomes of it. And I think either way, the NFL is, is going to be um, great moving forward as far as the content on the field. I think, you know, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos and being in that division with Patrick Mahomes and the crew. Uh, you got Lamar is going to be coming back. You know, you have like what's going on with Tampa, with Tampa Bay and is Tom Brady going to ever, you know, get old, you know, and then, then they got Julio down there. That's a whole other conversation with Julio's down there. So he has a whole other weapon. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But, you know, I, I think the NFL is going to be, be interesting but this is going to be a dark cloud that's hanging over. Yes, we live in in a system of due process where, hey, like, you know, your innocence are proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. So, you know, we will let the court remedy it, but the court of public opinion still matters. And that's something like, believe it or not, it matters. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that the court of public opinion is going to hold session and the jury is tainted. 
You know, so we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens with these games. And also, this is another thing, too, and I'll say this, then we'll conclude. There are away games that when Deshaun comes back, it's going to be away games. So imagine what's going to be said there. Imagine if they play, let's say, the Patriots. And we know how in, in, in the New England area, how they're very vocal and how their sports fans are. Imagine if he's in New York, like with the Jets or the Giants. They might, those might be really bad teams, but that's not, that's never stopped them before. To be honest with you. <laughs> that's never stopped them before. So they go, they go, they go and talk. So I'm just saying, you know, imagine if, I don't know if, if, if the Browns are playing the Texans this year, but imagine he goes, he goes back to Houston. Is it, I doubt it's going to be a standing ovation. I don't think it's going to be that, you know? So, like, I think that you're going to see this story covered in, in some way. And I believe that, you know, the sway of public opinion is going, to, is going to affect the attention that's brought upon it. So we'll see what happens. But I think that either way, you know, it's going to be interesting. We're definitely going to continue to cover it on Pulse Radio. But Ariel, um, we haven't seen each other in a minute on here. So, you know, it, it's been a lot. So where can we find you on social media? What do you have going on? Like, how's things been? Things have been thinking, guys. I've thinking. been trying to keep up with these a lot of offseason injuries that are definitely going to impact this year. When you have the Buccaneers, their reliable center is injured with a foot injury, and then you have an Achilles injury that happened as well during the week. It is not safe in practice, and most of the teams have come away from contact practices, and it's mostly just walkthroughs. It's mostly just training and a lot of just repetition, but you still see these injuries. It's a lot going on on that side, and quarterback battles um, is still happening as well. So we'll keep up, especially in San Francisco. I think that's going to be a little interesting this year as they decide to start Trey Lance. A lot of second-time QBs are out here. I can't wait to see that. But, of course, you can keep up with me actually on my website on the unaxedopinion.bewley.com, or you can keep up with me on Twitter, or underscore, or underscore, as Riri. I love it. I love it. So yeah, like this season is going to be interesting. Uh, of course, for me, you are a normal fan of Lamar Jackson. He's been getting a lot of hate from the media recently, a lot of conversation about him and his contract situation. I'm excited to see what the Ravens do. Excited to see what the Falcons do. Um, I'm definitely excited, excited to see what goes on with that. With Marcus Mariota, I'm upset at them because I think that them trying to get to Sean Watson was stupid. But hey, listen, <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I thought they, I think it, it, it was it was very stupid. And also, I'm excited to see the Colts, who is now my brother's favorite team because my brother's a Matt Ryan fan. So that's my brother's uh-huh. favorite team now. So if, if the Colts do good, like, that's karma for the Falcons. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be like, hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We're going to say 23 tomorrow. All we're going to say is Matt Ryan. You know what I'm saying? If he's good. I'm, I'm just saying. Karma I mean, hasn't really worked out for the Falcons in a bad way. You know, Julio Jones will get injured. The Titans didn't make it to the oh, Super God. Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not as bad as people, as people think, but we'll, we'll see, you know, I have all faith and hope in Marcus Mariota. I do. It's just the injuries kind of scare me. That's the only thing. Like, 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 listen, they, they said, all you, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. My faith is smaller than that. All right. <laughs> but outside of that. Outside of that. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> You heard that in church, all right? Like that, that's original. I never heard of no else, but that's what you in church. Faith the size of a mustard seed, man. It's re- it, 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 it's very molecular at this point, all right. But make sure um, you can follow me on my personal social media at Arthur Randall B on all platforms, uh, Pulse Radio on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we're trying to make some big things happen. So hopefully, you know, you tap in with us and hear about that. 
But outside of that, thank you so much for listening. We'll keep you updated on everything that's going on in the NFL, even this Deshaun Watson situation. And we'll see you on the other side.